We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into the DGD Podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds. <clears throat> Got a heavy, hot, debatable question tonight. Um, posed this question on Twitter earlier. Will Georgia win the 2024 national title? We're gonna we're gonna explain that. We're gonna debate that. Why? Why we can't, why we could. We'll see. <clears throat> All that and more. But first things first. The, the show cannot go on without our first sponsor of the night, and that's Apotheos Roastery, guys. The best coffee in the business, right? Hands down. Classic City Collective Dark Roast. Change your mind. Promise you that. Uh, located in Kennesaw, Georgia. Get them a shout-out there on their uh, social media here, Apotheos Roastery on Instagram, Apotheos Coffee on Twitter slash X. Support the Classic City Collective, by the way. Go to dgdpodcast.com. Go and shop Apotheos. Use code triple C, that's CCC, at checkout, and you'll get free shipping regardless of your order and 20% of every every single bag of coffee or K-Cups that you buy goes towards the collective. So do yourself a favor. Play the NIL play. Get yourself some coffee. Shop Apotheos. With that being said, as we wait for Keon to come in, Georgia is primed for a 2024 run. I think that's fairly fairly safe to say. Um, we're going to talk about why and why not, right? Obviously, but I do want to start by doing the obstacles, right? The obstacles. So we're going to talk about why we will, why we could, why we might not, and then we're going to make our verdict at the end. I'm going to start off with the why we can't. Right? I don't want to get this part out of the way. In my opinion, when you look at obstacles that Georgia has to face in 2024, I mean, I think it to me, it starts with the schedule. I think it's fairly manageable. But if you go and look into the situations and when we play games, could cause some issues, right? Your key matchups, guys, on the road at Tuscaloosa, at DKR. At Ole Miss, those are three huge games all on the road. Probably your three biggest ones all on the road. That's that's not easy for anybody. Just going to leave that there for you. So when we take a look at that, obviously week five, you know, we don't know what Alabama's going to look like. We know they're not going to have Nick Saban. That's for sure. But Kalen DeBoer, we saw what he did last season, albeit with a different personnel, right? Different personnel. But you're looking at a guy that just came out of the national title game. So it's not going to be a cakewalk. I don't, I'm going to be realistic. Don't see it being a cakewalk. Tuscaloosa is never really easy. Now, could it be because we're just so used to seeing Nick Saban there? 
Don't know. Become week five, we'll find out. But after that, I think another tricky game for me is going in and hosting Auburn, right? You, you play that you play that game in Tuscaloosa to come right back and host your biggest travel for the uh, Deep South Southern Robert. Not saying we lose that game, but how are you going to be prepped for that game if it's an emotional close game for some reason in Tuscaloosa? I think that does, that begs the question. I, I think I think Georgia wins that game, but it could be tricky, right? It could be tricky. But then, right, you sit there, you you play Mississippi State in Athens, you know. Then you get your bye week, right? You get your bye week, go to Texas. I think Texas has the best shot to make it to Atlanta year one. I, I think they have a good shot to do it. We'll see. But I think they have a shot to do it year one. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. I think they're set up to go. Let us know in the comments what you think some obstacles are as we go. And I'll read them off, by the way. Uh, Also, smash that like button, by the way, too. It helps to show more ways than one. Now, with that being said, right? you sit there, the schedule... Is very interesting, right? But if we want to look outside of Georgia's schedule, I think you have to look at obviously looking around the scope of the NCAA and college football, the 12 team playoff. There's, you know, obviously in 2024, you do change from that. And as we bring in Mr. Keon himself, Keon, I was just talking about some obstacles that Georgia can face in the quest to go for a national championship in 2024, right? The main topic of the night, we're going to debate both sides of this. Why Georgia can, why Georgia can't. We're going to make our verdict at the end, but let's, I'm going to pause what I was going to say. I want to get your, what is your biggest obstacle for Georgia getting to the national championship and winning in 24? Uh, I think this year, um, I think it's going to be, if anything, it would be the defensive line. Um, we still got veterans all over the team, whether it be offense or defense. Um, but I do think since defensive line was a weak point for us last year, I think that would be the biggest reason why we wouldn't, uh, go out there and win the netty this year. Yeah, definitely to your point there. I think if we if we go back and look at it, right, we had some older guys that, you know, we felt like this D-line play could have been better. Um, not necessarily the best we, we know for sure. Do you – do you? I mean, I think we get better. But my question to you is how much better do you think we get? Well, I think, it, I think there's a level of significance there with that. Um, I think we get a lot better, uh, especially when it came to us going into the portal, reaching out there and, uh, grabbing an interior defensive lineman, focusing in when it came to the recruiting class, uh, when it came to getting guys in the trenches that I think are going to come in and help us, especially with, you know, you have Mikhail who's going to be moving to the Jack position. I think that's going to help us as well. Um, and you know, we already have guys that are going, that have been training, that have been, you know, trying to get their bodies right and, uh, get the scheme down, whether you want to talk Samuel and Pimba and the boys. So I think, honestly, I think we're going to do pretty well. I'm looking forward to that. And and I want to talk more about that on the, on the other, on the other half of this, you know, if, if we're sticking within the roster, right. I think for me, it's. I'm not saying it's necessarily the biggest obstacle, mm. but but finding that true X factor on offense and at the skill positions. Definitely think in the receiver position more so than anything. I think you got. We're going to talk more about this, but the running back, I think you're in good hands. 
Just going to leave that there. But when it, comes, when it comes to receiver, though, there's a lot of opportunity there and a lot of bodies to get that opportunity. So I'm curious to see how that goes. But if, if you don't have a guy that truly comes out and becomes that X factor, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back to bite you on these critical downs on the offensive side of the ball if you're not careful. Especially, you know, talking back earlier, Keon, with the schedule, right? Your three hardest games are on the road. You look at Bama, um, Texas, and Ole Miss, all of them on the road. And you're going to need, you know, that X factor, or you're going to need that guy that comes in clutch, right? If you don't have that and no one does step up to be that guy, do you see what you see like you saw in the SEC championship? Maybe. I don't want to see that, but it could happen. No, that's true. That's definitely true. Uh, Root says he thinks that our defense is in good position. Right? Improving that linebacker and offense is going to take the next step forward. I think that's fair, too, as well. Um, when, it, when it comes to the offensive side, I definitely think, and we're going to talk more about this on the other half side because I feel like there's a lot more fuel for that, for that side of the argument. But I definitely think Rudes is on to something. I'll just say that. Now, at the same time, Keon, we've talked about, like I said, I've talked about the schedule, right? I think the schedule could be uh, a hindrance. Um, just, just because another thing that I'm going to add before I move on to this, when you play those kind of games, how does injury play a part into that? Yeah. I think – especially when it comes to the road of the national championship, especially with the 12-team playoff, man, if I could be all the way honest with you, I think the healthiest team this year is going to end up in the championship. It might not be the best team, um, which it, is it why. Could. It very well could. The deepest which, team for that matter. Yeah, and and I think that's why you're seeing a lot of teams try to add as much as they possibly can to mm -hmm. their roster. So, you know, if they're ever in that situation, they kind of know what they're looking at, you know? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, th I definitely think, you know, we go back to the Orange Bowl and the right the fact that we were able to sit there and play second string, third string reserves, most of that second half, it's only going to do you good next year because those guys are going to be taking more reps those guys are going to be sitting there playing key roles and more snaps. May not even be starting, but you're going to get a rotation, and that's going to matter. And we've seen that happen over the years, right? Especially yeah. since since the Sugar Bowl, right? When we had all those opt-outs. After that, we've had guys that were bought in, and they played football, and you got him. You got early and often, and it and it seems to pay dividends. Well, I, I will say this. I think I think Kirby Smart has changed the way he went about uh, coaching the guys leading up to the bowl games, um, really getting people to understand, hey, look, this is this is our culture. It's this isn't just, you know, a moment, you know, where everybody here needs to be bought in from get go. If you're not bought in from the moment that you sign that that NIL, that uh, NLI, or if you're not bought in by, uh, what is it, National Signing Day, yep, it's not going to be the place for you. I think, so I see Wallace Smith saying, what's going on, guys? What's going on? And then Rude's obviously. What's Rude's, happening? What's happening? Rude's will always make you bark if you're not careful. But, um, but anyways, uh, Wallace says he thinks that most of the injuries, most of the injuries come during practice. Uh, in the way that we practice, kind of got a point. I'll be honest with you, and I've, I've, I personally feel this way as a Georgia fan. Um, I would never sacrifice our physicality to keep everybody healthy. I'm not willing to do that. Well, we saw what that looked like in the COVID year. You remember how people were able to practice and then come mm -hmm. out and just couldn't tackle for for nothing. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want us to sacrifice our physicality in the name of you know keeping everybody healthy. And I know that sounds crazy, 
But think about it like this. You don't want anybody, whether it be on defense, well, we'll just focus in on defense. You don't want anybody on defense to not have those reps, not have the technique down and fully understood in a game and end up injuring themselves because of a missed tackle or them not being able to properly wrap up. Uh, I don't want to sacrifice that in any situation. And plus it helps our offense as well because these guys are getting used to getting hit. That's why even when it comes to some of our wide receivers or even a running back getting hit with a big hit in a game, what happens? They usually pop back up, you know? So it's, it's just one of those ones. I, I don't want us to sacrifice our, our level of physicality for anything at this point. Yeah. I think Kirby, especially, um, especially going into a, a 12 team playoff. No way. Yeah, I think I think Roots brings a very good point here. Very good comparison. It says it's like link, like ring rust for a fighter. I get the logic. I do too. I definitely do too. Um yet again, I don't want us to sacrifice anything for our physicality. No, I'm completely on board with that. Um other other obstacles. Why do why do I get this feeling that there's going to be that one team outside of the SEC that causes fits? When when I look at it, I think a team. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say Oregon more so than maybe Ohio State. Right. The reason why I say that is because one, they've got like Ohio State. We'll stick with Ohio State first. Pretty damn good running back set. Good receivers. If the quarterback pans out like you know, like they're hoping, could get interesting. And the fact that Ohio State brings back most of their key contributors on defense should not go unnoticed. It just shouldn't because you've got Jack Sawyer, JTT. Now they've lost some folks too. I'm not going to say that they're you know flawless there, but the key returners you bring back Travion, you you bring in Quinshaw Jenkins. That's setting up for a good roster. And, you know, obviously Caleb Downs now in uh, Columbus as well. So the defense is going to be straight. The offense has got, again, it's for Ohio State, it's about the quarterback. And if they can get that role, if they can get that rolling, again, styles, styles create mat, uh, matchups. Like it's, I mean, we saw it, right? And we saw it in the, uh, in the playoffs. It, it can, it can trick you. It can give you everything you, everything you got. No, I definitely agree. I think Ohio State is one of those teams that I would look at outside of the conference, mostly because of everything that they've done this offseason when it came to either bringing back players or getting active in the portal. Um, Another team, and I think the main team for me, that I, I really do think outside of the conference could end up really making some noise. Everybody take a good look at Oregon. I mean, honestly, when you think about the fact that they went out there and, you know, they grabbed the quarterback from Oklahoma. Um, you also watched him get Evan Stewart. That's going to help turn their offense up. I think he's going to come in and play more of that Troy Franklin role. So you're going to see him jump out there and jump off the screen very early and quickly. Um, yet again, the running back room, it has been, uh, I'd like to say revised in a sense. They're still bringing back, I believe, Terrence Ferguson is coming back as well. Um, you said running backs, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan James. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I think another thing too, landing, landing. Well, that was only his what second year as a head coach. Yeah, like the, the the fact that not only do they have what they're doing there, they've they've recruited. Right, we've seen what they've done in the portal. Right, getting Jabbar Muhammad and all these other guys too, but that twenty four class is nasty too. Um, 100%. Saw earlier today that they're trending for Gatlin Bear. That kid's a 10-1 runner in the hundred. That is I, insane. Out of Iowa, I think. No, Idaho, Idaho, yeah. mm-hmm. Idaho, Idaho. This kid, I mean, well, he can fly. I mean, <laughs> he can fly. The, I mean, I'm looking at a fat, like I would compare him to a Lab McConkey, if anything, but faster. Um, definitely going to be jumping off the charts here soon. Then they also had Aylin Breland as well, 
Um, that sucks we didn't get him in that class, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can't get we can't get too mad at, about it, honestly, because oh, we do, uh, you know, we, we still want to be, man. We want we want it all. That's just what. Yeah. I mean, but you know, when I look at it, though, I think if we would have been able to add Breland, we probably would have had the craziest D line class like ever. It'd be stupid. It'd be insane. It'd be insane. Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to, you know, I look at the Big Ten, right? I, I think I don't necessarily feel confident in saying that Michigan's going to stay where they where they are. I don't so think, think they are. They're so I th- <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me to see Ohio State and and Oregon. However, I'm curious to see what happens to Penn State. Penn State has to capitalize, right? Penn State has to capitalize on Michigan losing hardball to project themselves up into that that rightful spot. Because if they can assert themselves in the top three like they should, that's going to get them into the playoffs. And I feel like, for what it's worth, they can play good defense. Now, they lose many Diaz. But we'll see what happens with it. But Loki had a really good defense last year. Uh, they just they just get They just get caught up in Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, I, I think with Oregon coming over there and USC and all of them, I think Oregon is honestly going to be one of the top teams, if not the top team in the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. But uh, if you told me to give you two that I think are going to be the best out of that conference, it's definitely going to be Oregon and Ohio State. I think both of those could create an interesting matchup and a dynamic for Georgia if we were to play them in the playoffs. Definitely Ohio State. Um when it comes to teams outside the Big Ten, right, ACC, Big 12, are there any teams that kind of just remotely stick out to you and make you wonder if there should be any concern for who could slide into the playoffs and cause some chaos? you talking about in-conference? No, no, no. I mean, I don't think that's – I mean, we can talk to SEC all day. I was looking more so like – right, we talked about the Big Ten. But like team, like conferences like ACC or the Big Twelve, are there any teams in those that kind of stick out to you as maybe like, hey, this would be interesting to see, and it might cause Georgia some fits potentially? No, we smacking anything out of the Big Twelve. We smacking anything out of the ACC. They gave us they gave us their champion, and we put sixty on them. There's like, if we want to create a dialogue for the sake of creating a dialogue, like we can, I could say Colorado because they got Deion Sanders. But if we're if we're being honest with ourselves, we're better than everything the ACC and the Big Twelve has to offer. Oh, we'll definitely find out week one when we play Clemson, right? I mean. That's probably going to be – and for what it's worth, we're playing Georgia Tech to end the season. So we start off and finish with the ACC. Uh, in between that, though, I don't know how to – this team always gets hyped up, and then during the season it just shows that they're not what they're expected to be, and that's Miami. They get Cam Ward. Right? Let's, let, let's, let's not waste any of our viewers' time talking about a team that lost to Georgia Tech. Um, can't forget that. Mm, Dog shit till proven up otherwise. Sorry. Loki, Loki, think Georgia Tech's gonna be sneaky good this year, though. Not maybe not as good to beat us, but I do think they'll be Loki good in ACC. You know who I think might actually surprise people, and this is gonna sound crazy. In the ACC, Virginia Tech. I just have the strangest – I can't even quantify it. That's the thing. I just feel like they're going to be – they're going to win two more games than what everybody suspected. They're going to knock off one team in the ACC that no one su- suspected. It could be a Clemson. It could be a, a Duke. It could be a North Carolina. could be Miami. I don't know. I just feel like – I, I don't know why. I just have a feeling that they are close to doing something. Maybe not making the playoffs, but 
they're going to I feel like they're going to be a fringe team. And I know that sounds crazy cuz their record last year was awful, but yeah, they got somebody that actually gives a shit about the DMV area and right. wants to fix the relationships that Fuente did not do. Cuz Fuente tore all that up. But um but no, I'll tell you another team. I know you mentioned them. You know, just because they lose Mike Elko doesn't mean that Duke can't be a, a threat in the ACC. Forget people don't don't forget don't forget they got Malik Murphy from Texas. They are. So we'll see what that looks like, right? Manny Diaz, not a terrible head coach, but it's also the ACC, so there's a good chance. Wait, Manny Diaz is the head coach at Duke. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, y'all about yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all not beating Carolina in any sport this year. Look like because the damn straight ain't gonna be basketball. I need you to chill out with that uh, next Saturday, by the way. Um, yeah. With that, being, <laughs> or actually this Saturday. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, with you know, but if if the teams from the ACC or the Big Twelve, I don't even. I'm not wasting my time on the Big Twelve. I really, I'm really not. The Big Twelve left and went to the SEC. Right. So, so, um, I mean, I don't, I don't see an issue with anybody in the ACC, like you said. I think there would be some interesting matchups that could come out of it because somebody from the ACC has got to go into the playoffs. Uh, don't see a group of five team causing any kind of threat. I don't see that much as an obstacle. I think our obstacle lies up north in the Big Ten, or and out west, if you will. But, um, but yeah, I think. In regards to non, right, non Georgia related, I think outside the SEC, again, Oregon and Ohio State are teams that you really want to keep an eye out for. We'll see. Keon, any other obstacles that you need to address? Prove is there any obstacles that, if anybody's question why we can't, have we hit it? Have we hit your? Have we hit it? In regards to your your obstacle that Georgia faces to get in this, mm, let's see, let's see, edge play could be interesting too, but uh, I'm not going to touch on that too much. Harry Luggy says, "Happy Monday." What is going on, Harry? Um, yeah, about that, Kia. I saw what you said. Now, to be fair, before we jump into the second half of this discussion, look no further than the second sponsor of the night. Keon, might I I ask who that second sponsor might be? Alumni Hall, let's do it, baby. Woo! If you need any of your GA gear, any of your premium, elite, pristine, national championship winning, Georgia Bulldog gear, you got to look no further than Alumni Hall. Located right there in Athens, GA, that's where we play, 1791. Go in there, mention the podcast, tell them you watch us, or you go online. Enter in the DGD podcast promo code and open yourself up to even more savings while still repping the best team in America. How did I do? You get that 10% off, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. We yeah. are. No, yeah. in all seriousness, um, listen, love this shit. Love it. So comfortable. Um, 10% off if you mention the show in stores. Um, go to dgdpodcast.com, shop Alumni Hall today, and support the show online, or support yourself by 10% discount in stores. So mm-hmm. the choice is yours. Okay, choice is yours. Keon, let's, it's time. Why will Georgia win the national championship in 2024? Do you want to take it first or do you want me to drop my first one? We got the best quarterback in the country, best running back room in the conference, best offensive line in the country. Also, we have the best secondary in the country, best secondary in the conference. Nobody wants to see our linebackers. And on top of that, we got six coaches that's dedicated to the defense, including the head coach's damn self. You don't want to see our offense. 
Carson Beck has showed y'all yet again that he is a top-tier quarterback. I got him going right here, right now, as I look into the camera. Let's, let's zero it in. Let's get a focus moment. Let's get a focus moment. Carson Beck will be a Heisman finalist. Yet again, Carson Beck in 2024 season, he will end the season as a Heisman finalist. Come on back, Rob. Come on back. But yeah, no, they don't want to see us. They don't want to see what we do. They don't want to see what we can do. That's not the bold take you thought it was. No. The bold take would be that he's going to win the fucking Heisman. Yeah, that's the bold take. I always I always get hesitant about that though, but that's why I said finalist, so I know yeah. I'm right. Yeah, uh, I see what you, I see what you're saying there. Um, yeah, you kind of took mine. I mean, you, you literally went down the road with everything. Uh, I'm gonna try to salvage what I can. Uh, Kirby Paul Smart. That's all. That's all I need. Uh, <laughs> it's simple as that, because it starts there. Uh, other than that, I, I definitely think, right, you're looking at a head coach that now has his kryptonite relinquished, or so it seems. Mm. And with that, good luck trying to stop that man because I think he's going to carry over a vendetta from last season, getting pulled out of the playoffs. And if he does... You do not want to see that. You don't. You, you really don't. I, I I think what we're going to see a lot of this season is I think Kirby Smart is going to run the scoreboard up on damn near any team that we play that we can do that to. If you, do, if you do that with the schedule that we have and you just – if you go regular season undefeated and if you go to Atlanta – all right, because you're who knows who you're gonna play in Atlanta for the SEC title if that's the case, and you go 12 and 0, 13 and 0, and you're just beating the absolute soul out of people. The the problem is you still got to play the playoff games, but there ain't gonna be no doubt that you're gonna be number one, and you get there if you win that title. I would just love to see just run rough shed like we did in 21. We dominated everybody. Mm-hmm. But 2022 we started to kind of pull away from people while we just took the soul out of their will, took their will to win 2023, a little bit different. Still, still was dominant, but not nearly as dominant. So I'd like to say in 2024, you get back to that, that aggressive defense, all the things that make Georgia football, Georgia football. And if you get the, if you get a pissed off Kirby smart, you, you might see some, you might see some scoreboards uh, getting lit up. And I'm okay with that. I mean, to be fair, I'd love to see that week one. Me too. I think for me, one thing I would love to see is Kirby to just release Carson and just let Bobo go crazy. Because he has the arm. He can do it. You know, he has the talent for it. We've seen it. He's not going to really put the ball in harm's way. Put him in a position. I think uh, I, I read a stat of like, four out of the six interceptions he threw made direct contact with the wide receiver. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like he was putting the ball in harm's way either. He was being very careful with it. So I'm, I'm excited to see what joyless murder ball that we can bring into life. Um, just death marching downfield. I'm going to read these comments from Harry. Harry says he thinks that we will once again witness Georgia evolve as the season progresses. Top areas of interest being interior defensive line and the edge. So basically the whole D-line. Uh, he also says that Beck will progress in year two. Very well should, right? I think that's the expectation. And then also think of our running back core not being injured, being a healthy running back room. Uh, I got thunder and lightning. I think you got more than that. I think you got thunder, lightning, tornado, hailstorm, and hurricane. Beyond you, we've got so much. I could just come down as Captain Planet, and we'll be good. Yeah, honestly, like that's just what it is. We'll, and we'll protect the Earth. Simple as that. He's my hero. Oh, sorry. Down to zero. Anyways, there's your Captain Planet plug. 
can't believe I did that, but here we are. But, yeah, no, uh, Harry's got a good point with that running back room. I think that's going to be my next point. Uh, George is going to be able to run the ball and it be a diverse backfield to a point where you can not only run the ball, but out of the backfield, you can scheme some very interesting designs for running backs with ETN. I want to see Dwight Phillips get some usage. I do. Because if you can if you can get him into, into the fold as a receiving threat, the the opportunities to be creating havoc for opposing defenses, right? Imagine, imagine taking Dwight Phillips from the halfback spot and you motion him out, say out to the left, right? And you create a trips, uh, right? You know, into tight end and then one out wide through by one. Then you jet sweep him. Or, or will routes, angle routes, because he's a he's good enough receiver to make people pay, and that's something we haven't had. And also that breakaway speed from Dwight Phillips, and I think even ETN has got that home run speed too, Keon. And if that's the case, let Bobo cook because had we had the home run speed. There were plays where it should have been touchdowns and just walk-in touchdowns from big games. Dwight Phillips, Trevor Etienne will bring that to Georgia. Now, at the same time, I think we both want to see this. I want to see a, just a big gaping uh, touchdown run against Florida by Etienne. No, I plan on being at that game, and one thing I need to see is I need to see – I need to see him gator chomping. I need to see Etienne gator chomping in the end zone after he scored his first touchdown of the game. Yeah, I want him to go around and just parade it around to the Florida side of the the game or the field, the stadium. And just go run around and just gator chomp the whole time. I don't even care. I'd laugh. I mean, you uh, got to think him being there, Carson coming back to his hometown. That might be our most impressive game of the season. Well, fair. I, I mean, it could be a multitude of things. But, yeah, um, I, I think the, the the roster is setting up, right, offensively. right. I think bringing back Love It, bringing back Ra Ra, and, and also the additions. I've, I get this feeling that Bobo will utilize Colby Young more than people want to give credit for because of his size and 100%. his ability to create space. Just just being a physical big body. I feel like we're going to get somewhat of a Lawrence Cager, but I think it could be better. Because we had Lawrence Cager and we had James Coley, and it was fucking trash. But he was the bright spot on the receiving core. You don't have James Coley no more. You're welcome, Gamecocks, by the way. Uh, good luck. Wait, they have him? He's uh, he's not like an OC or nothing, but he's he's on their staff. Do we See? play them this year? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, no, I think the. I, I just think that I think he'll be able to get some usage. Um, I, I need I need some receiver, like I said earlier. One of these guys have got to step up. I feel like Rob Rock could be that guy. What I mean, what do you think? I'm going with the young buck. I got to roll with Anthony Evans. I think he's going to get himself out there and he's going to really show what he can really do. Yet again, from watching his games, you know, the, bro, I'm telling you, this guy is electric. I remember him being in high school watching his film. Every single time it's like he got the ball in his hands, he just took off. Lightning speed. Y'all see it even when he runs the the punt returns. Electric. The guy is electric. So I'm looking forward to it. I think he's really gonna go crazy this year. He's gonna come out with the point to prove, man. You know, Texas boys keep that chip on his shoulder. So I think he's gonna go out here and spaz for real. I definitely need to see the usage speed and spreading the or getting the ball down the field vertically, right? We I want to see Carson get opportunities, more opportunities for that, right? We we didn't necessarily get to see that 
But at the same time, when you had Arian Smith on the field, it really wasn't something that that was open. I, I feel like there were situations where Carson just had to be more consistent on the deep ball. There's too much speed on this team this year in the receiving yeah. core to not utilize that. Eh. That it just it just baffles me that we can't stretch the field that vertically. Like I, I'm not complaining, I'm not bitching. I'm just saying I would love to see more usage out of guys like Arian, out of guys like Anthony Evans. I do think that the the drop problem for Arian has got to be left in 23. It's got to be left in 23. I have faith in it, but if that if it rears its head back up in 2024, it might be a long year. Hundred percent. I, I definitely agree. Um, I mean, you've been you've been here. You've been here with us. Uh, you know the scheme. We just got to see it come into fruition, man. And I I think this is going to be a really big year for him, honestly. Um, so I'm excited to see how he handles it. Yeah, if, listen, if, he's he's if, if we could get Arian. And and Anthony Evans on the field at the same fucking time. Do you know how much speed that is? One of them has got to be open any play. That would, force, that, would, that would force a two-eye safety. To, that would literally take both safeties off. You would open up the intermediate part of the field all day. I'm telling you. Like, these options, right? I've been one, and, and Juan got me on this. The fact that we rotate too much, right, and what it does for a recruiting standpoint, but at the same time, all these options, right? If you can, if you can prove your production, I think it gives you an opportunity to be that diverse and and that just more lethal, right? It's more provides more lethality because if Carson Beck will cook Carson Beck if you give it if given time, we'll, we'll we'll just cook it, right? We we've seen this in year one. I expect the same for year two. Don't shouldn't see. I mean, I know it's going to be harder competition, right? Harder environments, things like that, and rightfully so. But that's more experience. I think you'll be fine. Hundred percent. Right? Now, with that being said, why will Georgia win the twenty twenty four national championship? Carson Beck. Carson Beck. If if he continues to do the same thing that he did last season. I don't see us stopping it. I don't see us getting beat. I don't. I, really I don't. don't. I, I think that has a lot to do with his whole point of why he came back. He even talked about it. He was like, you know, I want to come back to win a championship. You even think about his passing yards. He was only 186 yards away from breaking the record that Stetson just set. So mm-hmm. I think you're one. Cha- yeah. yeah, I think he's chasing that. So – I'm I'm excited to see what he does. I think he's going to be more locked in than ever. I think with Bobo and especially with the fast, with the speed that we have at wide receiver, I think you're going to see us stretch the field a lot quicker. Um, it's going to be chunk. It's going to be chunks of yards that I, I see him getting. I think year two is going to do a lot more for him when it comes to being able to understand what it is that he's seeing when he's out there. Um, Man, I'm telling you, I I think he might be one of the most, if not the most, battle-tested player on our team at this point. Yeah, I think, well, depends on how you view it, but yeah, depends on, I mean, again, it's all subjective there. Uh, Harry Leggy says, Bobo needs to raise the level of aggression and go full patent. Mm-hmm. To that, I slightly disagree. Kirby Smart plays complementary football, Period. He, we're going to be aggressive. You're going to see that, right? Keep in mind, Georgia had a probably a sneaky 40 points per game plus points per game average, okay? There were times where Carson Beck could have had a lot more, if you think about this, because through those first few games, you could see the confidence trying to get there, but it wasn't there where it needed to be. Now this year, his confidence should – should be at a very good point and only continue to rise. And if you get that, what we're expecting right there, the aggression will come in by default. It will, it won't need to show the aggression on the play column. I think you're going to be efficient and that's going to create the, um, the desired effect. hundred percent. 
I want to see a, I want to see Carson get more touchdowns this year. Um, I'd like to see more passing in the red zone, even though I think, especially with adding Etienne, I think in a lot of cases, I think you're going to see running it back, man. I mean, there's yeah, no, yeah, I, do too. I would love to see it too. Keon, I would love to see some usage from guys like, like Colby young, right? Uh, rah, rah, we've seen these things. We've seen rah, rah do it. Yeah, exactly. At the same time though, when you have running back core or running back room like that and the offensive line's coming back, and I think they're going to be maulers, by the way, assert your dominance and just be able to bully, bully ball, play bully ball if you need to. If you do that, nobody's going to stop you because if, if Carson Beck can cook from, from the 20, you know, from 20 to 25, 20 yard line, right between the twenties, once you get in the red zone, cook it, cook it up. I think you can be aggressive, right? I think you'll be fine. I come, I'm completely on board with the fact that you've got ETN, Roderick Robinson at 240-plus pounds. Guys, running the way he did against Florida State, that is a that is a very good sign. Yeah. Very good sign. I think you're going to see a lot more aggression moving forward, um, which is also going to turn up our chances of scoring – when it comes to being in the red zone and also helping our red zone, oh, we were we were very efficient in the red zone to begin with. No, Not I sure. know, but it, but I think this is gonna <laughs> this like we got too many we got too many fucking running backs. Like, there's no if we get in the red zone, we're scoring. Like, that's I, I really believe that's exactly the year. because well, about to see. Well, I think it all stems, Keon, from the ability to create separation at the receiver position. Because if you can do that and you have guys that can make the catches, right, you have the proven weapons that that, uh, that Carson can use on top of the running backs, I think you're set, right? We had Ladd. We had Brock, right? We had Dejan and Kendall this past season. And it was very assuring to have those guys in the receiver position, right? Now, you, I mean, you still got Love It, right? You got Ra-Ra. You know, you've got the weapons that you've got, and you've got even, in my opinion, I think you substantially upgraded the running back room. So when it comes down to it, there shouldn't be a question of you getting stopped at the goal line. Yeah. Um, I, I, just like just like I'm saying, man, like once we get in the red zone, like we're scoring, like there's nothing. Oh, well, I mean, think about it. You've got, you've got, you've got Jared Wilson expected to be center, right? In in the in the guard in the guard spots, you could easily in the red zone easily plug in Michael Morris and Fairchild or Michael Morris and whatever. All right, you see what I mean. And if you need to, bring a big body like a Nair Daniels to block at the fullback. There should be no reason if you're on the goal line you can't score. That so Georgia should be efficient there. It's going to leave that there for you. Uh, Harry says we didn't dominate rushing in 23. If we can in 2024, look out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, we were playing Dylan Bell and Cash Jones at one point in the early in the season. Yeah. And they, were getting, and they were getting real snaps too. Like we were so banged up. It was disgusting. Yeah. So uh, Kirby learned, I think Kirby learned his lesson, which is why you see our running back room the way it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, he knew, he knew it was neat. He knew it was coming. Defensively, though, Kiana, defensively, I think the experience in the back end and the safeties and the linebackers are going to be the key for us. You're you're looking at a situation where you're probably going to have Everett. You could, I mean, you could arguably say, what well, Everett, Julian Humphrey, uh, Daniel Harris, all could be fighting for spots. Ellis could be even coming in as a freshman and trying to fight for spots early. But the safeties in the star, I think it's going to be a, a, a solid sure assurance point for me. Looking at looking at uh, Starks leading the charge there. You got Starks. I feel confident in saying that Aguero and Ja'Cory Thomas, any kind of combination, to be fair, I, I think you feel pretty confident there in the run game. Janelle but, is going to punch on people, bro. I'm well, so excited. Don't. Not to be fair, yes, but I, I think don't don't overlook Shakori Thomas. 
But yeah. everybody, listen, Georgia yeah. fans. Yeah, Georgia, wait a second. I'm glad you brought that up. Georgia, Georgia this fans. This whole Caleb Downs thing, everybody sat up here and completely forgot about the guy. I mean, listen, and, and you know what? If if Ja'Cory finds this, if he finds this, listen, to some degree, I was a part of that. But I want to be, I want my crow to be served hot and on a platter plucked, please. Um, show me that Jacory, show me Jacory, why people forgot about you and make everybody wrong for doing so. And I think he can do it. No, I think so. I know, actually, you know what? I know he can do it. I know he can. So prove, please, if this gets to him, prove me wrong. Show me and every single one of the Georgia fans that forgot about you when the Caleb Downs shit was going on, prove us wrong and make us feel stupid for forgetting about you. We're so deep as safety. It's it's almost disgusting. Oh my god. It's we're it's it, it might be one of our most like talent loaded rooms. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what though, Keon? To be fair, I want to bring this up though. With Jacory's situation, I didn't forget. Forget. I think for me, I was being very greedy, and I lost track of what we had on the roster for what we could have coming into the roster. So I do want to clarify that and you know clear it up. But to be fair, I did kind of put him on the back burner at the very least. So there's that. Damn. Damn, bro. Guess what? I'm not alone. Okay. No, I'll, I'm just man enough to admit it on live TV or live show. How about that? No, <laughs> so you you're, definitely, you're not alone. Yeah. Uh, Harry said he watched it just as we did. We knew that if we lost to Pama, we were out. Bitter pill, vengeance comes 928. Guys, I'm just saying. It'll be very interesting to watch. Any So, also... We talked about why Georgia can, but I think there's other things. Is there any other things, Keon, that we need to talk about why Georgia will? I think I think other schools, contenders, have major question marks that Georgia technically does not. Like what? Like, well, we talked about Ohio State earlier. I feel like they've got a good roster. The question is the, run, the quarterback spot, mm-hmm. right? I think Ole Miss is going to be tricky because they do have a quarterback. The question mark is that defense. They they loaded up on some talent, but can it can it uh, can it translate? You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, R- Road Dog has a good point. O line, O line. I definitely think that'll be a good. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, the experience, right? I I don't think you're going to miss. Uh, you're going to miss Cedric Van Pran. That dude was a leader of that. That cannot question the fact that you're going to miss him. 100%. Jared, Jared Wilson, though, is he, he's very good, too. Okay, he's very, very good. Watch him up here at West Forsyth in North Carolina. I can I can vouch the dude is a mauler, and he's smart, and he's more athletic. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got that right there. But Ohio State, like I said, Ohio State, the question mark, someone at the quarterback spot. If Will Howard works out. There you go. Um, you name a team, Oregon. Or the coaching's got to get better. I think you just they they we saw Landing mess up, you know, mess up in the games against Washington, right? Things like that still cost you. You see what I mean? Uh, Harry Luggy says Old Miss bulked up. Yes, they did. I still need to see it translate onto the field because. Games are played on the field and not on paper. Because if they did, Georgia would win a hundred to nothing every time, you know, hypothetically. But all these teams, I'm not saying that listen, I'm not saying that they're not going to be because of these. I just have questions about them. Now you can pick a team and I'll tell you the question mark. Te- Texas, is their secondary getting better? Well, if you talk to Texas fans, they'll tell you yes, but they're also relying heavily on a shit ton of freshmen to come in and start, which kind of crazy within itself, seeing how they haven't been through a strength and conditioning program yet. Yeah. Uh, Road Dog says, Rattler's best offensive lineman for 2024 season. 
Do you agree or disagree? On our team? Yeah. I disagree. I think it'll be Fairchild. Fairchild's a good pick. Not listen. This ain't a, this ain't a this is not a slap on Rattledge because Rattledge is good. Trust me. Well, well, see, because this this kind of gets difficult because it's like I could take the safe pick and say Ernest Green because he balled out. But if I'm you know Fairchild, yeah, I'll go with Fairchild. Fairchild's good. The biggest wild card for me, I'm not going to say he's my pick, but the wild card for me is Michael Morris. If Michael Morris, once he gets everything situated, it's over. It's over. But I think I think you're going to be surprised, Road Dog. I think you're going to be very surprised at Jared Wilson. I, and I agree on that. I think it's going to be very interesting to watch that. But I do think if there's one question mark for me, it's Monroe Frilling's development at the right tackle spot. I think you're fine, but we'll see when you start to get these elite defensive gut line guys, man. We'll, we'll find out. That's for sure. Because I think you might see what happens against Clemson. You can say what you want, but I think Clemson will try to push him on the on the off the edge. Watch. Because they're going to try. But the good thing is you got Tate Rallage at the guard spot right there, too. So you've got you know, you got the one-on-one situation, but if you push him inside, then I think Tate clears shit up. That's just what happens. But, but um, other than that, Keon, I think that leaves us to the um, to the verdict, and we'll ask the brigade: Will Georgia win the national championship in twenty twenty four? We posted a Twitter poll, and eighty one percent said yes. Keon. Yes or no, will Georgia win the national championship in 2024? Way too early. Don't care. Hell yes. Mm, emphatic. Emphatic. Hmm. We're, as we wait for the brigadiers, shall I say, to post their answers, I'll give you mine. Yeah, of course. Of course. Right. I, of course. Now I will say, I will say, I didn't bring this up in in this, but if if when we, when it comes to injuries, the one thing that's going to derail, in my opinion, derail this team's chances very very quickly. If Carson Beck gets hurt, uh, if he does, we're in trouble. Yeah, no, that's a fact. We're that in trouble. Really, and listen, that's not a, that's not a knock on Gunner, nothing like that. It's just a substantial drop off at this point. Yeah. Because you're not going to see a set. Like if Gunner comes in, I think you'll be okay. But you've got to temper your expectations. You're not going to see a 72% completion percentage. You'll probably see more turnovers than you expect. Just the way Gunner plays ball. Just the way he plays ball. Um, but, yes, uh, I will go yes. I think Georgia will. Um, again, we're just talking hypothetical, right? We ain't even saw what happened in the spring games. We haven't saw – Bama filled their roster back in. Hey, wait, all this shit. But right now, I think Georgia has a very good shot at winning, and I think they will. I agree. I think they will. Uh, I mean, let us know what you think. Right? If you're if you're watching, drop a comment. If you're listening, we made the poll on Twitter. So twitter twitter dot com forward slash or forward slash the DGD podcast. Go look for the poll and comment there. And let us know what you think. Because there are some people saying that they were giving us their answers too. I like it. I like it. Keon, any final thoughts before we wrap this up for tonight, man? Yet again, this is our way too early uh, prediction. But uh, as it sits, we both have us winning the national championship in the 2024 season. Um like to take the time to shout out the brigade love and appreciate every last one of y'all um if you're listening to this whether it be on youtube whether it be on spotify wherever you get your podcast leave a like leave a go dogs in the comments follow us on podcast rate, poppy rate, on review. twitter rate review 
like, share, tell your friend. If you liked it, tell your friend you didn't like it. Either way, share the podcast and let's grow this community together. Also, guys, do yourself a favor. Go to dgdpodcast.com. That's good. You're going to find anything and everything you need to know about us as a show. You can talk to the hosts, everything. That is your one-stop shop to support the dogs, support us, find out where you can listen to the podcast, find out where to watch the podcast. Find out what my favorite candy is. It's all there. Give me a Twix, baby. I'm a Twix guy. Wait a second. You're a Twix guy? Yes. Are you serious? Right, right Twix, baby. So, all right. So let me ask you this. When it comes to the Twix, do you eat the left or the right one first? Right. I just said I was a right Twix guy. You seem bamboozled. Yeah, that's a problem. Why why is that a problem? Are you right-handed? Yes. Okay, well, that makes sense. Jeez. What? What's, what's yours? Left. You're a left? That's, I mean, to each their own. But one's clearly better than the other. Like, let's be honest. I mean, the commercials proved this to be one is, yeah. Would you, we all, I mean, it's okay that you like the lesser one, but still. But, like, but the problem is, Keon, if you're not right, you're wrong. Well, three rights make a left. No, and is that wrong? Fucking go, go right three times. That's a circle. It doesn't make a fucking left. Hey, this ain't Talladega, walk? baby. This ain't Talladega. We ain't three in Bama, right? baby. <laughs> Bama! Bama! See, um, this is this is exactly why the right Twix needs to be abolished because I forget this ain't slavery. Shut up. No, but seriously though, the right Twix is not the best one. It's left. It's the left. We know this. Nah, man, I need you to chill out. It is. I need you to chill out. Road Dog's laughing, but he don't understand the true severity of this conversation. Like <laughs> we're gonna argue about this as soon as this cuts. So yeah, I mean, listen, just these are the facts. These are the facts. Shit, let us know what your favorite candy bar is if you in the comments. <laughs> if you say Snickers, I'm going to have to punch you. No, definitely get right, it dropped. Right, right in the jejunal. Right. He's going to hit you there. I'm going to go right at the forehead. He's going to he's gonna leave up. Yeah, exactly. Sucker punch. I'm going to dap up somebody's forehead real quick. I ain't even mad. At least we can at least we can agree to disagree in saying that Twix is the best candy bar. How about that? No. Oh, Road Dog says payday guy. I ain't had that in a hot minute. I'm not a nutty guy. I'm 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 nutty, but not in that way. Anyways, uh I think we're gonna catch us Wednesday here. Uh, yeah. uh listen, we got a lot to talk about. A lot. <laughs> a lot to talk about. Um but with that being said, again, dgdpodcast.com. You can follow us on all of our social medias are there. Everything you need to know, one-stop shop. You can support the dogs, Apotheos Alumni Hall. Shout out to y'all. It was Zero Bar. God damn, man. What the, what the hell is that? Zero Bar is a white chocolate. You'd have to look it up. It's the white chocolate. like a, it's got, I forgot what kind of nut it's in it, but like it's pretty good. You talking about like the – you know what's another good one, though, that we never brought up? The cookies and cream Hershey bar. Oh, that's the best. That's the best. No, that's the best Hershey bar hands down. No, that's not. That's not a debate. That's uh, my God. Drink drink some cold milk with that. Oh, Jesus. Buy you two of those. Break them up and put them in your ice cream. Blue Bell. Let's let's have that fight right here. Who who makes the best ice cream? Let's let's do this. Best ice cream. I, I don't really eat a lot of ice cream. I really don't. Oh, you need to. Uh, are we talking about brand or are we talking about flavor? Or what? Uh, brand, because the flavor we can be here for till tomorrow. Brand, there's a brand that makes uh Christmas tree cake ice cream. Have you tried that? No. What the hell is that? Oh, oh it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Oh damn! I think blue. I think Bluebell does make a Christmas cookies uh mm. during this during Santa. And that shit's good too. Harry, what, what's Harry throwing up over there for? 
Yeah, can be because yeah, it can be because of Bluebell. That's if he says something exactly. about Christmas, Harry. If you say if you if you shit talk anything about a Christmas tree cake, we gonna fight. Hundred percent. We we about to be some fighting motherfuckers here this evening. Keep it I'm up. I'm telling you, I love a Christmas tree cake. Um, yeah. You, I know you're a Bluebell guy because it's from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Best best thing you can get. He said, "Bitch, I'm from Texas." Yeah. Anyways, we can sit here and talk about foods all night. Co- oh, Kobe, welcome in. Should your ass should be here, but you're not. Thought he was logging on to watch a show about Georgia football, not a snack review channel. Guys, do you not understand? Like, come on, man. Come on, you know this. You know this, Kobe. Drop your opinion in in the comments. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. Kobe, you were you were you played before. I, I know you. I know you're a snacker. Rocky Road. That's that's fair. That's respectable. That's respectable. That ain't bad. I got uh, all right. Bluebell, by the way. There you go. See, he knows. It. He knows. He knows. He knows. Not man, guys. With that being said, we're gonna wrap this thing up. We've talked enough about ice cream and Twix. Um, yep. Don't get that twisted from what happened earlier, right? Right. George about to George about to win this title in 2024. Okay. And I'm and I'm about to get ice cream. Yeah. And what's that? What's that saying? You say twenty? They're about to win in 2024. Yep. And you, to everybody else in the country, that's not Georgia Bulldog no, no, fan. Hold on. You, you you missing it? You missing it? There's something new. You got it. You got to bring it. You got to introduce the folks to this new saying. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Georgia's oh winning the national championship in 2024. You hear me? You, you hear me? We're winning the national championship. We're winning the natty. We're going out here and we're taking what's ours and what's yours. And we're walking away with the trophy at the end of the season. And if dog don't talk. And if you, you hear me? If you head down with the dogs, your team is trash. And you have to deal with that. With you that hear being- me? Have a great night and go dogs. Go dogs.